What's the desktop security war and why may financial institutions have surrendered? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking about the desktop security war. We're talking with Jeremiah Grossman, CTO of White Hat Security. Jeremiah, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Just for some context for our audience, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at White Hat, please? Sure. Uh, my role at White Hat is uh, Chief Technology Officer, and part of that is to focus on what's going on in the area of web security, and that could be the security of the browsers or the security of the website. Uh, by day, uh, White Hat Security in my role here is about looking for vulnerabilities in websites and helping our customers fix those particular vulnerabilities before they're exploited by the bad guys. But the other half of web security often gets uh, ignored a lot of times, and that's the security of the browser, which is also uh, under attack. So I kind of play in both worlds. And it's fair to say you're also a founder of the Web Application Security Consortium. That's correct. Um, the Web Application Security Consortium is a, a group of web security professionals. Some are from vendors, some are from enterprises that really spend a lot of time focusing on this problem and developing standards uh, for the industry and just to help progress the industry forward. So, Jeremiah, let's talk about the topic at hand, the desktop security war. In your view, what is this war, and why do you believe that financial institutions have thrown up the white flag? So here, here's the here's the thing. Uh, when a when a bad guy, whether they're you know interested in money or hacking bank accounts, one of the easiest ways for them to hack online bank accounts is to infect or to control a desktop PC of an everyday user. And that uh, that code, that malware, will sit on that machine and wait for the person to do online banking. And when they do online banking, that malicious code will sit in between that channel and piggyback a lot of times additional requests, additional transactions to liquidate that particular account. So really the interface that a customer has with a, a bank, their online bank, is the browser, and that war is taking place over the desktop. Now, what's happened is, is that the banking organizations, they don't write operating systems, they don't write browsers, so they have to play in this zone and have and expect security of this desktop operating system that is largely with, uh, beyond their control. So what happens is, when these malicious or fraudulent requests come across the wire to their banking institution, it is from a logged-in user, it is from their PC, but the transaction is not the, not one uh, that the customer expected. So it's very difficult for them to understand which which mm, transactions are fraudulent or, or which ones are not. And it's gotten so bad to the point that a lot of the institutions that say we're not going to help anymore, or at least we're not going to focus on spend the resources as we have in the past. So let's talk a little bit about this war. You, you spoke about sort of the bad guys in general terms, but who are the real combatants here, and what's at stake in this war? From the point, from the aspect of, uh, let's say, banking fraud, the bad guys are, uh, well, they're monetary-driven. They're from all over the world. There's some from the U.S. They're going to be from abroad, from Europe, from Asia, uh, from South America, from all over the place. And they're finding that at least U.S. institutions are, really good targets to monetize you all you have to do is break into one machine a user's machine largely on a mass scale and you can start making a whole lot of money so that's the general aspect of the bad guys now the bad guys want that desktop footprint and in a lot of ways the user is in a war for control over their own machine and they lost and they lost because there's really no really good way for a user to 
to force control over their own machine. It's really difficult for them to fend off attackers who make it their mission in life to attack their machines. And by extension, a lot of times the bank ends up being the victim as well in this, in this war. So let's talk about the alternative to surrender. What could financial institutions be doing? What should they be doing? Well, I think a lot of times it's, if they surrender the desktop battle, it's probably just, uh, how should I say, practical at this point. They, they lost a long time ago. Now they're just getting around to realizing it. So now what they're doing today is instead of focusing on identity, you know, two-factor auth tokens, mobile IDs, and things of that nature that have really, a, in a lot of ways, a lost cause there, they're going to put their resources into transactional-based security and t try to do fraud metrics. So when they see transactions coming across the wire, they'll look for normal user patterns. This, this customer normally takes out money or puts money into their account in these frequencies. They normally don't wire transfer $50,000 increments three times in a row outside of the country, so you flag that for extra checking. So they're going to put a lot of more em emphasis on transactional security rather than an identity security. So let's talk about some ways that institutions can get back into this fight and maybe win some battles en route to, the, to winning the war. What areas would you recommend they focus on? Well, I can tell you where they're going. The desktop battle is going to be over for quite some time, but where banking and a lot of applications are moving, are they're going to be moving to the mobile client. And the mobile desktop right now, if you're talking iPhones, Blackberries, uh, Google's Android, there's going to be financial applications on those devices. And fortunately for the moment, those devices are not littered with malware as they are on the, desk, on the desktop PCs. So they have an opportunity right now to start placing better controls into those mobile applications, and the handset or the operating system vendors for those particular platforms have a, a real opportunity now to shore up those particular uh, those particular requests. So that's where uh, banking and banking transactions are moving. They're moving to the mobile clients. Hopefully, in the next three to five years, that that as that footprint expands, uh, we're not going to repeat the same problems that we had on the desktop. Well, what would your advice be then, Jeremiah, to financial institutions that want to make sure that they're protected in the new frontier better than they were the old one? What do they have to be doing now? Sure. So there's uh, there's three ways to go about it. Nothing's going to be perfect, but there's three ways to uh, uh, really help this particular problem. One is the the, bro uh, the browser. It's more than just uh, recommending antivirus and recommending patching to your users recommend a really good modern browser. Um, this can be Internet Explorer 8, it could be Chrome, uh, Google's Chrome, it could be Firefox, anything except older browsers. Uh, no more IE6, no more IE7. Those are, you know, like, you know, getting the candy store for the bad guys to infect machines. So that's on the client side, so that's really going to help. The, uh, the second one is transactional-based security. Again, you know, identity is nice and all, tokens are nice. If your customers will accept it, a lot of them won't. But focus on the transaction, the so-called know your customer. Know their behavior patterns, know what transactions that they make, and put fraud metrics into your transactional-based systems. And thirdly, uh, and this is where, uh, where White Hat helps our customers out, is know the vulnerabilities in your websites ahead of time. Bad guys will, tar will target banking websites. They have targeted banking websites in mass. So you're going to get a pen test for you, like it or not. Hack yourself first, as the, as the saying goes. Understand your website vulnerabilities and get them fixed before the bad guys give you a really bad day. Jeremiah, excellent advice. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you very much. We've been talking about desktop security. We've been talking with Jeremiah Grossman, CTO of White Hat Security. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.